0: Welcome to The Entrepreneur's Cafe, where Master Business Coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for The Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now, here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger.
1: Hello, and welcome, my friends. I am so glad you're here. Please grab a cup of something yummy, sit back, and prepare to be inspired. I'm just really delighted to spend some time with my guest today, introduce her to you and you to her as we sit here in the cafe and continue to chew on the topic of the month, which has been about finances, wealth, prosperity, abundance, and all of that yummy deliciousness. And there is nobody better to help us find the intersection, in my view, between creativity and prosperity than my guest. So let me tell you about her. Marcy Nelson Garrison is a creative catalyst, master coach extraordinaire, in my opinion, a product coach, a past feature writer for Choice, the magazine of professional coaching, and a visual artist. She's also the founder of the Coaching Toys online store, Featuring creative tools and products for workshops, retreats, team building, and client work. I know for a fact that Marcy helps her clients develop their own unique voice and create powerful products and programs that reflect who they are, make a difference, and make money. I've done a lot of different things with Marcy. I enjoy spending time with her, all of what she produces. Marcy's the creator of the popular Card Deck Masterclass, which was so much fun. The Product Lab and the Epic Leap Mastermind. I know we're going to have some good, juicy time today. Welcome to the cafe, Marcy.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yay. Well, I always love to start off by saying, well, here we are in the cafe and it's pretty casual. I've got a green tea in my hand, as you can almost see here. I know our listeners can't see, but what what podcast beverage shall I pour for you this morning or <laughs> afternoon?
0: Uh, you know, I drink water a lot and it's afternoon for me, so no more coffee. <laughs> but I think I'd like a Dr. Pepper.
1: Okay, let's do that. We can do that. As we begin with that, my green tea and your Dr. Pepper in hand, why don't you begin by telling us about your own entrepreneurial journey before we even get into some of the other juicy
0: stuff? It's interesting, (laughs) like probably every one of your listeners, (laughs) I started coaching in 1999, if you can believe that. That was a long time ago. And I was a reluctant entrepreneur, as I suspect many coaches and counselors and trainers are. When they start out, they just want to coach. (laughs) Just give me clients. I'll be good. (laughs) Just what difference. So it really was a journey kind of like a spiral dance going through just different cycles of the same thing but up leveling each time i actually think of it because i'm an artist i love the metaphors from being an artist I, you know when you're a new artist you start out by imitating uh. you imitate the masters you kind of get a feel for how they work and and at some point you kind of go I think I'll do this differently, (laughs) or I'll bring my own spin to it, or, oh, I think this is what I want to do art about. So I think it's the same thing in the entrepreneurial journey. I think each time I would hit up against that wall of doing other people's processes, other people's models, and realizing it's not as fulfilling, there's something missing for me, and it was me. (laughs) So the more I brought, really, first of all, owned that I had unique wisdom, I have a unique perspective, I have gifts and skills. I had to acknowledge that first. And then, like, how do I share that in a way that's authentic? And every time I shifted to bring more of me forward and create things from that place, the more money I make.
1: Wow. That's a great tip right there, right? That's wonderful. So we decided that we're going to call this episode today, Applied Creativity for Business Prosperity. And I know that you are sitting there on a lot of juicy tips for us about what that means, and how do we apply creativity in business, especially for prosperity? Where do you want to start with? What what tips do you want to leave us with well, or start I think with?
0: Before I say the tips, I just want to say one of the fastest ways to grow your business, in fact, the only way really to expand your reach and make more money is to create products and programs. So that's really the a place to start. If you look at all the really high earning coaches out there, they all have products and programs. So it's not something that would just be nice to do someday. It really is this. It's the only way that you can expand.
1: It really is critical, isn't it? I mean, it's about leverage, right? You're only one person and, and the wonderful stuff you help people create just helps you expand that reach.
0: It does. And so there are some things about the creative process that are helpful. So that's, that's where I want to start. The first thing is you need to know who you're creating for. And it, it, it's just that who's your ideal client, who, who shows up on your doorstep, who seems to gravitate towards your message. It's really... Creating for them, that's the fastest way to avoid shiny object syndrome because people that get into creative mode just can come up with a lot of ideas. Right. And sometimes you're all over the place. Like, well, I could create this and I could create that and create this. It's like really getting clear of okay, who am I creating for that's really going to serve my business, going to serve my clients, and going to be really fun for me to deliver. So Number one, know who you're creating for.
1: Is along with that, Marcy, not just who they are, but what like what they want or what they need. Or
0: that that is a part of it. Is the more you can tune into who they are, you, then you can sort of into it and ask even what it is they want and need. So that's that's the first step. I mean, a good a good product, and this is what you're pointing to, really is a solution for something your clients want or need or have a desire for, something like that. So tip number two, (laughs) creativity requires stimulus. So we kind of think we could just, I'm going to just sit down and I'm going to just come up with a lot of creative ideas. It actually helps to tap into some stimulus to get get out of your normal circle of thinking. So say Um, more about that. There there are um, three places I recommend people go for stimulus. Okay. See if you don't have stimulus, you're just re- you're just going over what you already know. Mm-hmm. It's the new piece coming in that actually can give you the opportunity to create something new and innovative.
1: That is a r- right there. That little <laughs> nugget is just so simple yet profound. Yeah. Thank you for that. That so oh, say more. Well, there's
0: three places I tell people to go. I call them the circles of stimulus. Okay. The first is the inner. Think of three concentric circles. Mm -hmm. So the inner circle is close to home. Mm -hmm. You just look at the books on your bookshelf. You look through your notes. You look through your client emails. You see what you've written. There are things there that can spark ideas. The next circle out, I call the cognitive mole. And... That's all about intersections between divergent fields. It's cross-pollination and it's cognitive tools. I know some of, some of you may listening may have heard of Scamper or something like that. That's a cognitive tool. But when you bring in two fields that are unrelated, amazing things can happen. There's a story I tell that I read in The Medici Effect, a book by Franz Johansson and it was about an architect by the name of Mick Pierce. And he was challenged. He had a he's an architect, but he had an interest in ecology. Mm-hmm. And he was challenged to create a high-rise building in Zimbabwe that, that did not use air conditioning. Oh. So he also kind of had a, a fondness for for bugs and termites. So. He went to look at termites. Termites are able to maintain a temperature in their mounds, a constant temperature. So he used what he learned about the termites and brought it into the architecture, and he was able to be incredibly successful. I don't think he 100% went without air conditioning, but I think they only needed to use air conditioning 10% of the time. Wow. I know from bugs. Wow. Who
1: I knew? Knew? <laughs> what a wow. So like we when we're creating, we could be thinking about divergent stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. Huh. Just go just go look at something totally unrelated and then it, there a cognitive process of forced choice. You know, it's just all right, what does this have to do with this? How can I make a connection? And it can open up new thinking. I love that McPierce story. That that is
1: a really great story. Yeah.
0: And then the third outer circle, which is kind of my favorite place to look, I call it the cosmic soup. Ah, okay. (laughs) That's where intuition, imagery, movement, synchronicity, spiritual guidance. I mean, we know things in a lot of different ways. So tapping into those other ways of knowing can also... I mean, it just bypasses the left brain sensor so you can tap into new and different information. It just allows us to create associations and metaphors emerge and new ways of looking at something.
1: Do you have any specific ways that you like to tap into that circle? Oh,
0: there's like, uh, you know, <laughs> right, I use, name one. <laughs> I use images uh-huh. a lot mm-hmm. with people. But even it, it, try this on, okay. Well, try. So I was thinking about this. How could we do something in the moment, quick? Okay. So here's a question: What hat does your ideal client secretly want to wear? Ooh. What ah, hat? What hat? And often I'll share pictures of hats, but I think we can do it and just imagine a lot of different hats. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my ideal client and what hat
1: she was secretly. Lo- secretly loved to wear. I All of a sudden, what came to me is um, like the Sorcerer's Apprentice, Mickey oh, Mouse, the, that yes. pointed hat where you just have magic in, in your hand.
0: I think that would be. That one. Yeah, I think that and, one. And then you would take that and it's like, okay, if I created a product and wove that into it, what would that look like? How do I bring in sorcerer's magic? How do oh. I design it so they get to wear that hat? <laughs> Fun. I Anyway, like- that's just one, one way to tap into the cosmic soup. <laughs> it's so, But I think med- meditation, prayer, sometimes I'll just go for a walk. I, I did. One time I was thinking about marketing and I'd been trying a lot of things. And I thought, I'll go for a walk. I'll hold the question. You know, what do I need to do about marketing that? So I went for a walk and I noticed cottonwood seeds blowing. Was that time of year? You know, yeah. those little things are blowing in the air and I'm trying to catch them one at a time and I couldn't catch them. So then I thought, I'll, I'll just stand here for a minute. And they all started to land on me. And then it, it dawned on me, like connected with marketing. It's like I'm trying too hard to go after one at a time, I need to get really clear about my message and stand still so people can find me. And That's, that was a profound bit of guidance from a very nonlinear place. Right. And, but And I also
1: have to say, one of the things I really admire about just you in life is that you were open to that, though. Yeah. I mean, you were open to what can I learn here? and. It, I just think that's a, a really big message for the listeners, which is everything around us informs us. From my yes. view, we just have to like open our yes, our eyes to it. So
0: well, set intention. That. I went with an open question, right? And then you hold it loosely. You don't go looking at every little thing. Is this my answer?
1: <laughs> right. You
0: just take a walk and see what happens, and go. Okay, how does this relate? Yeah. One more tip. Okay, we're ready, for y'all. This is try to fight the urge to run with the very first idea that shows up for you.
1: Ah, say more about
0: that one. Because it's often the second or third or fourth iteration that really lands it. And Mm -hmm. I think some people get really impatient and it's like, well, that's a pretty good idea. I'm just going to go. They don't test it out. They don't play with it. They don't. See if there are more layers or a different approach to it, and I I think that that does a disservice to whatever it is you're creating. That you you don't stay in the creative process quite long enough for it to evolve, because there, there are a lot of ways that an idea can evolve as you're working on it. So now, it's an interesting thing
1: about also the fine line between. Jumping on the first idea and yet allowing more iterations to show up, but then not taking it so far that you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and and for the perfect one, the perfect one, the perfect one, and then never get anywhere. So, how do you know?
0: But, you know, I think when you kind of land on it, if you're open, it'll light you up. And then you can start to get feedback from your... From your potential audience for it. Yeah. Then take it there. So I think the choosing, I mean, there's the choosing an idea and then there's nothing to stop. And I think I remember a writing coach once said if it's 80% done quit. <laughs> or if it's that we tend to you can perfect things forever, and it's actually a way to avoid saying yes to the idea. Yeah. And so I think it's just tuning into yourself, you know, what does it need to go out in the world right now if you've gone through a few iterations and sometimes it's not complete because you have, there's a piece missing and sometimes you have to wait and it might even be setting it aside for a little while because it's like it doesn't feel quite done. It's like art, you know, sometimes you can have multiple paintings going, but you get stuck on one. Or you think it's almost done, but you can't quite figure out what to, it needs something, and you don't right. know what it's yet. So you work on something else. Right. And then you come back, you go, oh, that's what it needs." So, so I borrow from the art world <laughs> a uh, lot. Yes.
1: So let's sum up those three tips yep. if you sum them up like in one, two, and three. Yeah.
0: Number one is know who you're creating for and a little something about what they want and need. Number two, creativity requires stimulus. Mm-hmm. Lots of places to get that. And then three is uh, fight the urge to run with the first idea that surfaces. Mm. A, with the creative process a little longer. And, and you uh. know, the other thing I want to throw in here, Yeah, if there's anything, Of course. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes when you're in the creative process, something called creative tension can show up. Mm. And that's, it can kind of not feel good. It's uncomfortable. And what it is, is you kind of have a vision of where you're going and you're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. And you're just sort of bumping up against that, quite knowing what's next. That's creative tension. Creative tension is incredibly normal for the creative process. All artists, all creatives go through that. It's important to stay. <laughs> Right. Because the saboteurs want you to run and quit looking for a solution and give it up. They're going to tell you, see, you, you're you not going to ever finish this. You're not going to create anything good. Just give it up while you can. <laughs> so, And my listeners are real aware
1: of their saboteurs because we talk positive intelligence stuff oh, here yes. all the time. So, but. yeah, and they... Uh, creativity is a breeding ground for saboteurs.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you when you're in your head, yeah. They look, at your head. if you get into the zone, they go away. Yeah, then we're
1: in sage mode, right? Oh, then you're
0: in sage mode. So,
1: and you're such a great guide from my perspective. When I've done challenges with you and other programs of hmm. Guiding people through the creative process for but, um, product creation—I mean, I that is your zone of genius. I'd but, love for you to share with the audience what you've got coming up on the horizon, so they can join you. So, what's right. coming up new?
0: This is so timely. I can't hardly believe it because I—I'm yeah. well, starting soon. Um, The—I have a challenge. The sign-up starts. On the 20th, and it actually kicks off on September 25th. The five day challenge is called Your Irresistible Product Idea Nail Your Soul Guided Client Attracting Product Idea in just five days. And I guarantee that this is going to be a creative romp. <laughs> oh my God. Lots of creative stimulus. There'll be some strategy thrown in. And it's it, it really is going to be a great way. Whether this is your very first foray into creating products and programs, or it's just another one of many, I think this is a great way to spend a little time finding that game-changing idea that can really transform your business and bring in more products.
1: You know, Marcy, I've done other stuff with you. I I definitely would love to jump in and let's let's see. If our listeners will join us both, I think that would be fun. That idea of an irresistible product idea—that in what did you say? It's five days. Yeah, that would be awesome. How much time per day? Like, are we spending on that?
0: My challenge videos are a little bit longer than some because I use experiential processes Mm -hmm. in them um, with all the creative stimulus. So the the videos themselves run from probably 20 to 25 minutes
1: daily. but you can do it and you do it in your own time
0: yeah you could do it in your own time and they're not live they're all pre-recorded so you one will drop each day of oh, it. That, and then the, cool. the share in the Facebook group just you know the homework is sort of built into the video where you're sort of doing the work as I'm taking you through some processes So. You may want to spend a little more time on your own, but I think if you stick with the videos, you're going to get a lot.
1: So what would you say? What's the so what's the key takeaway walk
0: away that you'll have that irresistible product idea? Is that the. That would that's what I hope for. that You will walk around with a a really exciting idea.
1: Well, what I'm going to do guys that are listening in. I will put a link in the show notes for you to jump on over to sign up for Marcy's challenge and all I will put it in the show notes, but it'll be located over at Erica dot forward slash create. How about we use that word? Cause I think that that kind of reminds us all of what we, what will we, what we'll be doing over there. It it's just my these interviews for me are always too, too short cuz i could go on forever but marcy zerni last minute stuff you want to share with people about not why they want to jump in the challenge but one more like push for why as entrepreneurial especially the all the coaches that are listening one more time why are products and programs so important
0: the, well First of all, your clients don't want you to regurgitate everybody else's wisdom. They want you. Mm. So create from your heart for them. Mm. Uh, and it's going to help you stand out in the marketplace. You can own your niche. Clients will bind you <laughs> like, the, like the fluffy seeds from the cottonwood. And I, it's, just, it's just really the way to expand and grow your business and attract more money without working harder.
1: Well, amen. That has been the theme this month for how do we expand our reach? How do we allow ourselves to receive and more prosperity for us, for our business without working so hard? I think Marcy's given us some really wonderful stuff. Marcy, thank you so much for spending time in the cafe. I hope you enjoyed your Dr. Pepper.
0: i (laughs) did
1: oh thank you again so much for um being here and i will put you know i'm definitely going to show up so uh, thank you okay dear listeners all of the information from today's episode will be in the show notes including marcy's contact info and the link i mentioned to her challenge So thank you so much, all of you, for being here today with us in the cafe. And always remember, success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. Join me here again next week for more entrepreneurial inspiration. And until then, be well.
0: Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart, follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneurs Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.